welcome to a special summer break like the wind edition of Too Much Effing Perspective. I'm your host, Alan Keller, and before we take a few weeks off to work on our tans, my co-host Alex Hoffman and myself wanted to give you an update about the sequel to the 1984 movie This Is Spinal Tap that is currently in pre-production. And who better to share the inside, behind-the-scenes scoop than previous TMEP show guest and Spinal Tap's musical Swiss army knife, C.J. Vanston. Welcome, C.J. Good to see you guys. You know, I've been musical director for 32 years now with these guys. That is really cool. I had dinner with Derek last night. We talked about this project. How's he doing? He's doing good. He's doing great. He's rippingly funny all the time, so clever. And, you know, I feel like I've been to the spa for my brain when I have dinner with Derek. Is cucumber salad always on the menu when you dine with Derek? I have a correction for you. It was a zucchini. Oh, Oh. there you go. And the name of Derek Small's record label is Courgette, which is the (laughs) French name for a a zucchini. So just start with that. You heard it here. Of course. On the TMEP show, a breaking news item. It was not a cucumber. (laughs) It was not a cucumber. It was a courgette (laughs) or a zucchini. That's a great way to start. Now, on March 19th, 2024, will be the 40th anniversary of the original release of This Is Spinal Tap, and they are slating the release of the sequel uh, for that same day. What do you have to say about that, CJ? Anything? Well, first of all, it's just disbelief all the way, because I remember seeing the movie. I was one of the people that saw it without knowing what it was, and then I realized I'm witnessing the worst hatchet job in history, what Marty DeBerge did to this band is so disgusting. So what can you tell us about This Is Spinal Tap 2? Hmm. A lot of it's in the press, so don't be coy with us. There's legal stuff going on. There's lawsuits between Ian Faith's wife and a contract she found that they still owe them a concert. And there's a big dispute going on, so I can't really comment too much on all the details, but we're being forced to... Uh, put together another show and i don't think anybody's really into it at all i think everyone's kind of kicking and screaming Hmm. well why are they kicking and screaming it's because they really don't talk anymore right that's the impression i get is that they haven't really talked through the years i mean derek left and joined a christian rock band and there was a lot of animosity about that and so he got a tattoo of a a fish you know the fish you see on the back of the cars jesus fish whatever it is yeah well then he came back and we did another tour in, uh, God, in the 2000s. And so he's got this fish thing. And, you know, Derek hardly ever wears clothing on stage. So he came <laughs> on stage and they said, you can't have that fish thing. So he went to the tattoo parlor and had a tattoo of the devil eating the fish. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So Derek's <laughs> goal after Spinal Tap was to do Saucy Jack. Did he do Saucy Jesus instead? Is that what happened? That would have been a good one, Saucy Jesus. It would have been like the sequel, called up Andrew Lloyd Webber and do the sequel to Jesus Christ Superstar, Saucy Jesus. I think that's a really good one. Uh, And then David St. Hubbins, he left and he joined a glam rock band. Oh, nice, nice. Called LeMay. And uh, they had to change the name because everybody kept pronouncing it wrong. That would be lame. The password is lame. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Slow on the uptake here. Okay. I'm here to help. Let me. Thank you. And you know, uh, Nigel just got into inventing. He came up with an invention for animal passports. 
the little small animal passport so you could travel with animals. That's one of the things. Okay. You had a folding wine glass you could put in your pocket. <laughs> huh. So I think he's still working on that one. I would think he would have invented bread that was large enough for cold cuts. When you get a brain like that, there's just not enough time in life. I didn't really know that there was such animosity toward the director, Marty DeBerge. I read an interview with Rob Reiner, also a very famous director, and Rob said that DeBerge really did a hatchet job on the band. That's what they consider this is Spinal Tap, and that his career did not really take off after that. He ended up doing the movie Kramer versus Kramer versus Godzilla. <laughs> I didn't know that one. Wow. But he's coming back to direct this, isn't he? Marty is, yes. Marty is coming back. Actually, he's the one that's really the most enthusiastic about this thing, which surprised me because I think he felt maligned. Right. I think he felt like he did a really good job on Spinal Tap, you know, but he's uh, very energized and very into it. Are you going to be in the movie or are you going to be babysitting them or what's your function? All of the above. An adult daycare center is basically what I'll be running. Oh boy. You know, that's the plan. I mean, anything could happen between now and then. But that's the plan is, yes, I will be in the movie. and uh, Well, I wonder if Viv will make a surprise appearance trying to regain his exalted spot on stage. If no, that's little... CJ's role. CJ's yeah. the keyboard player. That's what I'm saying. I mean, trying to take it back from CJ. He can pry up from my cold, dead <laughs> fingers, <laughs> okay? There's no way Viv is coming back. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to have that put in my contract. Speaking of cold, dead fingers, who is bold enough to take on the task of drummer for the band? There's been auditions and there's been a choice and I'm not allowed to reveal that right now. Mm. So it's interesting that the new narrative for the movie is around Ian Faith, who was played in the movie by Tony Hendrov, and he has passed away in the movie as well as in real life, correct? I don't know anything about Tony Hendrov. I just know about Ian Faith. He has passed away in the movie is what I'm hearing. There was a lot of bad blood between Ian. He was claiming to be the creator of Spinal Tap. And I know at one point they claimed he'd been killed in a plane accident. And then he came back and said he'd escaped from the plane. So there was this whole back and forth with them. And then he actually did die. Well, I heard that he decided that he owned the name Spinal Tap yeah. and went on the road briefly with an alternate Spinal Tap, which was two people from the Brady Bunch. And <laughs> I think Penny Marshall was in the band. I can't imagine that Penny Marshall was in the band. That's, that's odd. It's weird. No, I've never... It was a weird choice, I thought, too. So anything else you could fill us in on? Have they started rehearsing again? Yes, we rehearsed about a month or two ago, and then we auditioned some drummers. I was really surprised at how well everybody remembered the music, because this is not the easiest music. There's a lot of stuff going on in some of this stuff. If you listen to the original record, to a song like America, there's little motifs going on. It's a lot of stuff to remember, and there's a lot of patches for me to program and get the sounds back. And mm. So it was a lot of work just to get ready to go in, but uh, I was just blown away at how well everybody played. Everybody was really prepared, you know? And they buried the hatchet of so many years of backbiting and animosity and speaking through the press to each other. I mean, it was kind of embarrassing for a while there. I heard that Derek and Nigel were in the same room talking to the same journalist about each other simultaneously. 
but they wouldn't talk to each other. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, I've seen Nigel get pretty, he's got a low level of patience with the interviewers and the three of them, they've been just interviewed so many times. And, and I remember one time the guy was asking a ton of questions, British guy, and David St. Hubman just said, you know, who the fuck's this guy? He's got all these fucking questions, it's like a laundry list. He's like 50 questions. And and Nigel says, yeah, you know, it just he keeps going on and on, rambling, rambling. And the guy looks at Nigel and he says, hey, you trying to take a piss on me? And Nigel says, I'd have to pull it out of you first. Yikes. Wow. And that's the end of that interview. <laughs> so these guys, uh, they're pretty jaded. <sighs> I think I might have told you we played Australia and we came off the stage and a lady asked Nigel, how do you find the music business here in Australia? And Nigel said, it's the same as the States, except for your career goes down the drain the opposite way. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> He's smarter than he acts. Yeah. So. Have you heard any of the new songs? We're going to be just doing the old hits. Yeah, I really would like to get in the studio and record some new stuff. I know uh, Derek in particular has been writing some stuff and uh, I've written a couple things. And I mean, I'll just tell you one thing, after 32 years of working, these guys, they're super cheap. <laughs> the Brits are thrifty. But uh, that's why they're shooting in New Orleans because of the budget. <laughs> well, you are the fourth member of Spinal Tap, but you are now officially the third member of the TMEP show. Oh, see, that's worth it right there. Well, it's been an honor. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you, CJ. It's always really fun. Yes, thanks to my friend CJ Vanson for giving us his unique insider perspective on Spinal Tap. Hopefully he doesn't get canned for speaking out of turn, but if he does, he'll always have a spot behind the keys in my Queensreich cover band. As for Alex and myself, we will be taking a short sabbatical, but never fear, we'll see you toward the end of July with fresh, hot episodes of the tea. M-E-P show. Take care. Although it would be as great as having armadillos in our trousers, this podcast is not affiliated with This Is Spinal Tap and no person or entity connected with the film has sponsored or endorsed its content. This podcast is not affiliated, sponsored, or licensed by Authorized Spinal Tap LLC or Century of Progress Productions. Too Much Effing Perspective is a Milwaukee Talkies original. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. Evergreen Podcast Network.